Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah, man. There it is. Could be the greatest intro to a progressive rock tune ever. <laughs> YYZ, Rush. Rest in peace, Neil. What a drummer. Yeah, call letters for the airport, right? YYZ, Toronto, I'm pretty sure. Traveling all over the world. This is what it sounds like, I guess. Traveling all over the world to play concerts sounds like this. Oh. Take a break and then play some notes. Then play some more. And then a few more. (laughs) Traveling is what it's all about, right? Louisville City. We're going to be covering some games, uh, three games of Louisville City. Only one of racing's. We'll get to the game that they played at home for the next show. I just We did all the recording for this last Saturday before the game. and just, just don't have the time right now. Oh, schedule is insane. Speaking of insane schedules, come on. Louisville City. Putting a hurting on Atlanta. Then uh, an amazing match up in Detroit City. We're going to talk a lot about that. And then the first loss of the year. Uh, under very difficult conditions. We're going to talk about that as well. Racing goes on the road. It's another draw. Like I said, we'll be covering the home game in the next show. Sorry about that. Anyway, when you have a busy life, that's all you can do is squeeze these in when you can, man. Let's say goodbye to Rush. What a band. What a song. What an album, man. Moving pictures. What an album. Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valen. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Racing Louisville and Louisville City FC, as well as our men's and women's national team. Once again, nothing on them, um, but some stuff on those two, certainly on Louisville City. Um, yeah, the uh, the run is over. Uh, they've lost a match. Oh, well, we're going to talk about that. Uh, my apologies just don't have the time for skits or anything like that. I've got a lot going on professionally and, and some stuff personally. I'm just trying to work through. and uh, It's just uh, I'm doing what I can, when I can, how I can. So uh, we're not going to be doing any skits. We're just going to get right into it with Joey Cecil. <coughs> All right. Uh, five, four, three. Okay, we have a lot of stuff to get to this week, so let's get right at it with Joey Cecil. Joey, how are you today? I'm all right, sir. Uh, I, I do have to say this to, to, to the fans out there. I mean, if any of us were going to use a head excuse to delay recording, money would have been on me, Joe. <laughs> Just really? saying. I hear you, man. Right? Um, I do want to throw this out there before we hop into the local stuff. Okay. As much as it chagrins me to give a, a, a team from this league credit, mm-hmm. you know, congratulations to the Sounders, first MLS champion of the CONCACAF champion. Yeah, you got to give it to them. You got to give you it know? to them. And I think, so, you know, we could have a conversation someday about how MLS – the pluses and minuses. I would really like to do that, actually. The pluses yeah, but and minuses. You know but, you know, good, that's good. Good. <laughs> good on them. Good on them, you know. <clears throat> yeah, you have to be. You know, you have to be fair. So, Speaking so I think, of, you know, I think we talked about racing. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll start with them. And, man, going into this game, I was not very optimistic with Emily Fox being out with a muscle strain, even though she is expected back tonight. Right, right, right. And that meant Lauren Malay deputizing at left back and. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, we came out strong. We yes, had a good we press. We were well organized. I wonder if Coach Kim had been watching Louisville City. Yep. You know? Yeah, right. And um, those first 10, 15 minutes, really, really impressive. I mean, the, the, the yes. pressing is 
man, it was it was solid. It really was. Yes, and they were well organized. They were covering space. Mm-hmm. And then we have Ekic's header saved off the line, and the question of a back pass slash clearance again with the back pass thing. That's the second. You know? time. Oh my god, two weeks, two different leagues, but still, it, it's just even the announcers were questioning back pass. And this one was even you know? clearer. If you look yeah. at, it, I mean, it was you couldn't miss this. I mean, she literally passed it in the air in front of the keeper to the keeper <clears throat> with no interference, and it's just like you're looking at it. You know, and Joey, I sat there for like two seconds. I'm like, just waiting for the call. Yeah. And I'm like, there's yeah. no call coming. What's going on here? Yeah. And I'm just going, wow, okay. <laughs> apparently this apparently this officiating bias follows the the Louisville teams outside of Lynn Family Stadium at times. I guess. Man. That was bad. It was bad. I, I, that, I, you know? You know, and that's, you know, to me, the, the last thing I'll say about that is, you know, sometimes you see something, if you're an official, maybe you see something that you haven't seen in so long that you just kind well, of forget about it or something. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think. But even us as fans immediately go, our, our our brains clicked. That's a back pass. Right, exactly. You know that, that that's an obvious play. Ugh. Yeah, not not. So, yeah, I haven't been impressed with the officiating NWSL in general. It's been eh. correct. Well, yeah. just you know, it's an oxymoron. Good official. Right. They don't really exist, like a unicorn. Right. Well, we've talked about you this know? before. We mentioned this. I know we talked about this at least once before, way back, where all the elements of of soccer in this country have to move forward. And, and the officiating is not. The, the officiating, I would say, is lagging behind all of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but we'll see what happens. You know, but anyway, you know that 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 strong start paid off. Kaiser's yeah, Kaiser slid a ball into Jess off our high press, and man, what a finesse goal! Bending it into the upper ninety. Was yep. there such a thing as an upper ninety softball? <laughs> really? <laughs> is there such a thing? I mean, she said she just said in the post game interview that's her thing. Yeah, you know, she mm-hmm. she lazily bends them up into the upper ninety. Yeah, it was it was a uh, it that whole that whole seg that whole segment of the game was really impressive. I you know it was it was glad well, to see. Then the problem was that woke up that woke up the OL rain. Yes, sir. And then uh, a couple minutes later, they equalize off a turnover and a toe poke, and just where was our back line? Yeah, again. Uh, I'm still I'm still put out the milk cartons for that play looking looking for where they were because yeah. I think I could have scored with as much space yeah. as King had on that play mm-hmm. and it's, I, th- I was wondering if that was really just a casualty of pressing so high it's got to be you know um, that's I mean that's that's the the chance you take but there's still a manner in which yeah you know you're gonna give up a goal and, I mean and, based and on, then, on, on structures I don't know I was you know not within four minutes later <laughs> Their second comes off a rebound from a save. Bit of bit of bad luck it fell right yeah, to that the was attacker. A bad luck one. That was. Mm-hmm. But also where's the defender marking that attacker? Yeah. Lagging. You know, my you know, as I as I said on Twitter, my kingdom for a back line. Yeah, man. You know, with, with with this attacking presence, my kingdom for a back line. Yep. Um so you know, we we you know finish out that half, we go into the second and we get our own bit of good luck somehow. We equalize off an own goal from Savannah DeMello's set piece. Yeah. Which they're still there's still controversial whether or not they, they, they thought that went in. Right, but right. The, but the refs, whether there was correct call or not, were immediately on it. I think it did. I You know, I think it did. That last bit you see where the defender literally is looping her leg around the ball yep. to clear yep. it, and that ball's the going ball bounces. The so, ball bounces on the line. Right, right, right. So and I, it's I, traveling I it further backwards. Yeah, I thought it was a good one. You know? So then, then we get to a, a very questionable play where 
Katie Lund got a yellow off a Lester misplay, mm-hmm. and thankfully Gemma was behind her, or else that's straight red. Right. That's and I just true. wonder what is Katie doing there? She was she she was halfway up the field. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was, that was um, mm-hmm. you know, but but she had she also had her great moments too. She made not a few minutes later she made a diving save off a low Rose Rose Lavelle shot. Mm-hmm. Who was amazing, um, by the way. I mean, once again, she just. She is just another level. Anytime I've ever seen her play in this league, which is what, what fourth, three well, or four times now. I'll, I'll get to her in a second. <clears throat> okay. Um, I think we we really started testing their back line in the later stages of this game, especially yep. through Ebony oh, yeah. Salmon. Absolutely. Absolutely. She was terrorizing mm-hmm. their box. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, at, you know, we, we, we run away with that point, 2-2 two, two draw. As you said, run to the airport, don't even run shower. Run to the airport, don't even take a shower. <laughs> you <laughs> just know, go. at the same time. <laughs> this game could have easily not been a draw both ways. Right, right. You know, you know? there was a segment, like I said. For, for, oh, go ahead, finish, finish up what you were going to say. No, that's it. There's, there's, you know, okay. we had 40, 48% of possession. That's a lot closer than I thought it would be. Right. Um, and But we did give up nine shots on goal, mm-hmm. which is a yikes. Yeah, that is a lot. <laughs> you know? But and the, in terms of Rose, I think we did a good job overall containing her. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she wasn't. She had a. She had a couple runs and weak shots, but she did not dictate this game like I thought she would. No, she didn't. And that's a that's a credit to Jalen Freha and Savannah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And I think this so, in this match, the, the the you know I we talked a lot about you know I I was talking about the defense the, that back line as going into the season, and then you started to see, and rightly so, having it pointed out that there may have been more of an issue at midfield and connecting with them defensively. This game, though. It was the back line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it really yeah. was. And it's. I hate to be shitty about it. I'm not trying to be shitty about but it. But it is. But it, it is, is what it is, man. I mean, the first goal, you you or I could have scored with the amount of yeah. space she had. Yeah, that was, that was a rough you one. You know? Mm-hmm. And speaking of our back line, I, I'm starting to wonder if it's time we look outside of Lester. I, I, I don't had, see how you can't. I, you know? She has had some bad giveaways and been indecisive with the ball. Mm-hmm. You know that Katie Lund yellow card. Mm-hmm. Partially, that's on Lester. She right. let that ball roll ro- roll through her right. and towards Katie. Yeah. I don't know what she was trying to play, mm-hmm. but that's been more than a couple times now. She's been kind of indecisive with the ball, or just had some bad giveaways that led to goals. Right, and I'm wondering. You know, I'm thinking about the lineup now too, and I'm wondering if changing. I don't. You can't really. Well, maybe you can't change the shape. I, I don't know if changing the shape yeah. is going to help that a little bit and not expose her. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's, what's weird What's weird is she had such a strong start to the season. Right. But, man, when the ball's been at her feet, there have been some issues. Yeah. Yeah, there have. You, Absolutely. You know, I mean, she gave up. That was, that was a horrible own goal the game before. Or not an own yes. goal, I'm sorry, but that, that giveaway yeah, where yeah, she yeah. tried to run yep. through two people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. And that's not the first time. She almost did that again this game. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, but you know, positive. Lauren Malay is really showing that versatility yeah, she that she's been lauded for. Yeah, I have. You know, right. mm-hmm. this season so far has played outside back, winger, central midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, De- Savannah Demello was really growing into that role as a box-to-box midfielder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been a, a bright spot towards the end of the Challenge Cup and the start of this season. Right. Right. Um, I think the high press is definitely an idea going forward to help our midfield in yeah. controlling the game better mm-hmm. and also putting less pressure on them to do so. Right. Because, you know, you've got everyone else helping. Yep. Uh, but at the same time, that's going to put more pressure on that back line. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what I have here is that you know? we, we talked about what is the um, 
What's the character of this team going to be? What's its identity going to be? Well, they've shown us the last two games. They're going to press. They're going to press some more, and they're going to press some more. I'm fine yeah. with that. But sure. what you just mentioned is the truth. Do we are we stout enough in our back line to handle this? And yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm I I would say it's a definite possible maybe almost. I, you know, you know I'm going to go back to it when you when you <clears throat> thought this Louisville City team could be the track meet. You know, yeah. the, the back and forth. No, this right. is that racing team. Right, right. Exactly. Until they show us something Absolutely different. Right. This is going to be a lot of two twos, a lot of three twos. Right. You know. Yeah. But you know what? You know, some way too early stats. As of last night, Kaiser led the league in assist okay. with two. <laughs> you know, Ekic is second in shots, and Racing leads the league in shots with twenty six. Yeah, second man. in shots on goal with eleven. Yeah, man. I mean, that's. But I, you know, we could. You know, they're to be lauded for that strong attacking start. Mm-hmm. But we knew this. This was their strength. We right. knew this. I need to see them climb the clean sheet chart. Hear that? <laughs> you, you know, you know, racing's. But here's, a, here's an interesting stat that was put out there. Racing's back line has managed to hold opponents scoreless over the final 45 minutes in six straight matches. Wow. But six, a continuing six, the, theme I bring up every game. It seems like is how do we get 90? Wow, I didn't know that's a good. That's a good stat, man. That is. It I, is, but, but how do we wow. get 90? <clears throat> yeah. You know. Speaking of maybe how we get 90, our signings that we made, some of our, right. some of our international signings mm-hmm. are starting to show up. Right, right. Uh, Rebecca Holloway has been training with racing. Okay. And midfielder Alex Shidiak, uh, the Australian, will be available for s- selection tonight. Cool. So, uh, you know, we get Houston at home tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat us twice in the Challenge Cup. So, yeah. Let's see how this goes. Yeah, man. I, I'm... You know? I'm... Um, I, there was two other things I had. I mean, I think yeah, Ebony, Ebony is, you know, there's so much, there's so much that's going to rely on her um, as we get, as we get along on this, because she's to me, the most comprehensive player we have up front to, to make, to be a threat. She does everything yeah. you need to do. Well, and you, you question why she's coming off the bench then. Well, she was, she was injured though, wasn't she? I'm, a little bit, recouping? but but she has not. I don't think she started yet this year. Okay, okay, maybe I don't know, but I just you know. I'm, but but she's also been terrorizing these back lines yeah. when she comes in for twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, absolutely, and that's the you know to me that she is the comprehensive player up there. Um, okay, and it's going to take Nadia some time to to get sure. herself back together. Oh sure. <clears throat> so that and the other thing is the thing I was a little disappointed in in general second half a lot of unforced errors on both sides. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, I'm, I, didn't, I don't know why that is. I mean, the, 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 there shouldn't be as many. The, you know, it's a whole, the, you, you want to see cleaner play. Obviously, out of art, out of racing, you want cleaner yeah. play. But as a spectator and somebody that's really just been following this league now for beginning its second year, you want to see cleaner play. And, and I think yeah. they struggled with that for a good chunk of the second half. It was just, you know. But in general, I, like I said, I'll take those two points. Are you kidding? Sure. Or that one point, sure, just sure. take it, run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of taking a point, <clears throat> just four days after its first training session, okay. Racing Louisville FC's W League team traveled to and faced Detroit City FC's team yeah, to a nil-nil draw in their first ever game. That's awesome. For those unaware, uh, the Racing Louisville FC W League team is the developmental team. Yeah. Yep. Under Racing Louisville. Right. Um, and, the, you know, it uh, insane says the team had 18 shots. So wow. they're just following the lead wow. for AC Louisville. <laughs> um, the head coach is Kincaid Schmidt. Uh, her assistant is Libby Stout, who's also the Racing Academy goalkeeper director right. and former teammate of Jim Bonner at Liverpool. Wow, okay. Uh, and that? it's an all-female staff. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. Uh, you, you may recognize one player on the team just by her last name, Ella Sanchez, which is Mario's daughter. Mario's daughter. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. She is she is broken or is breaking like every record in the state of Kentucky high school. She had, <laughs> she had 64 goals in 19 games for Ballard. Oh man. That's <laughs> three goals a game over, over three goals. At least. I think she right. was averaging four <clears throat> at one point. Jeez, um, and in February, she had a virtual call up with the USU 17s. Okay. Uh, so she is part of this, this roster. The roster also features players such as FSU center back, Emily Madrill, okay. who's a potential number one pick. Okay. in next year's NWSL draft. Nice. Uh, two other Seminoles are also a part, midfielders Clara Robbins and Jenna Nicewanger. Okay. Uh, seven UofL players made the roster, including uh, the starting center back pairing uh, for the Louisville Cardinals. And in total, 17 colleges and universities uh, are represented on the W League team, as well as seven Racing Academy players. You know, that's really good to see UofL players playing in this academy. And and mm-hmm. and building that sort of connection—that's that's a that's a great thing to hear. Um, if you're if you're going to be a, a young player who wants to mature and become a professional, who who other parent would you rather have than Mario Sanchez? Dude, his son has already <laughs> been through our academy and signed a pro deal. Yeah, golly, he's such like, a, he's such a wonderful human being. He really really and just is. like. You know, forget about cloning Brian Ownby and my over exaggerations. We need we need to start taking his DNA and studying it. Yeah, really. Because <laughs> apparently he just produces soccer players. Yeah, man. And good ones. Yep. Yep. You know, so you know, just some information out there for our for our listeners on that on that W League side, mm-hmm. uh, since everything kind of just started. Uh, you know, expect to see maybe some of these players coming up through the racing ranks at some point. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. So you know, very, very interesting. You know, I just happened to see that as a tidbit and dove into it. That's and it's awesome. you know it's a, it's it's very interesting. No, I appreciate that. that. No, it is. It's very interesting. That, that I'm glad you um, did that. And I'm, and and a couple of these, a couple of the pieces of information there are really encouraging. I saw that really. Well, and you know, it. you were talking about the U of L link. I think the <clears throat> Florida State link is massive after getting Jalen Howell in the draft. Is that is pretty that cool could be a pipeline of fantastic talent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of fantastic talent, mm-hmm. uh, we've got some Louisville City games to cover. Yes, we do. And speaking of talent. I'm just going to bring this out and say it. How the hell was a Louisville City player not nominated for Player of the Month? <laughs> How? We've, we've struggled with that forever, haven't we? How? You know, I... I saw it on the USL main main site, and I went, okay, what's it? None? Right. Like, not even Kyle. A goalkeeper won it. Yeah. And Kyle Morton wasn't even under discussion. Mm-hmm. I'm just going... I get, you know, now I'm starting to see it. I hate, I don't want to be one of those guys, but there might be a slight bias. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know? Just... So, you know, let's let's it's get like, past the, I don't let's know. get past the mind-numbing, unexplainable stuff mm-hmm. uh, into Atlanta <clears throat> United 2 yeah, on the road. And man, we came out hot. Unbelievable. What a start, you know, man. Come Harris on. went just over the bar on a deflection, and not a couple minutes later, mm-hmm. Paulo Del Piccolo uh, glanced a header in off a of Nile McCabe cross in the sixth, right. and they were off to the races. Yep. You know, Just... it took until the second half, though, but Harris laid it off for Nile at the top of the box, who went opposite corner for number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, apparently, Brian Ownby was mad he wasn't in the, in the box score. Yes. <laughs> uh, so he slid Jorge in, who chipped their keeper in the beautiful 60th. Beautiful pass. Wasn't that a beautiful Yes, it was. And a great goal, too. Great roll, yeah. And then he decided, you know what, I'm still pissed off. Uh, so he once again uh, had an assist finding a sliding Napo for number four in the 85th. Mm-hmm. 
And just overall, you know, just a dominating performance. Three players opened their account on the season. All goals were assisted. That's yep. a stat I love. Yep, absolutely. Um, team play. And for a team who normally plays us tough, Atlanta had nothing. Nothing. Ran them over. I, I, that was the you first know? thing. I, I, in the middle of the second half, I'm sitting here going, you know, granted, Atlanta's not going to win a championship. They, you know, And if they're a playoff team, it'll but be. But they play us but tough. But they play us tough. And they've. This they've, was a walkover. Unbelievable. What a, just a bulldozer. Literally. And then I, I have the question here. How can a team keep having their most complete performance? I know. It's. And I answered me. my own question, as we will get to. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to it. Well, yeah, really, really. Um, but, you know, uh, you know, just some, some notes I had after that game. You know, Jorge seems to be thriving a bit in that sub role. He's doing better. He's, you know, you know can't say he's maybe not. Maybe it's made him hungry. Yep. You know, um, Niles looking seriously good in that deeper role and he's, finding pockets to push up into. I'm going to, pr- I mean, I'm just proud of him. You can't, you, you know? can't not be proud of this guy after, after, what's it, eight years now, right? Seven, eight years. Yeah. You can't not be proud of the way he's matured as a player. Yeah. How mm-hmm. you know he he's he's his his temper is much is well under control right now. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. one of his biggest issues when he played. Yes, with it was, and, and he found a new role instead yeah. of being an attacking midfielder or a winger. Right now, I'm just going to be that you know park myself in front of the back line and dictate and this game exactly. And the matu- and it takes also, a lot of maturity to play that position. I really just congrats, so proud of that. Congrats guy. to him on Team of the Week for that performance. Yep, what you deserve. They, they they can't shut us out of all of the accolades. <laughs> um. So, you know, yeah, that, it was just a, a walkover, dominating performance. And then we set up the Open Cup. And can we, could, I was just, I just have another, could we please, please just have a simple Open Cup game? Really? And the answer was no. No. And a, and a kick to my head. <laughs> that answer was no. Yep. Um, you know, kudos to the team for chartering a free bus trip yeah, to the game. Absolutely. Bring some supporters. Yep. Um, Oscar got his first start. Yep. Which... Uh, Jorge got a start. And, man, what a heavyweight title fight for the – for the name city really you know mm-hmm. you know scoring open with Tosh conceding an, another penalty right and apparently the unmissable maxi rodriguez finishing it only yeah. heard that however many times throughout really? this telecast I, I know uh but then harris equalized with just the definition of a poacher's goal on just a ball bouncing around in the box absolutely and we had a chance to win at the death yeah and steinwasher saved it off the line detroit city's keeper Right, right. Both teams, I think, had a couple of pretty good opportunities through it. That one particular that you're talking about was was the yeah. was the one that elicited the loudest "Holy crap! Why did that happen?" Yeah. <laughs> but they, they you know, the way, both teams created a couple of real good chances. Have Have I mentioned how much I hate penalties? Yeah, man. It's oh my gosh. And we go to penalties again, and <sighs> you know, Morton saves the second, and. Just their captain Carroll. I did not. I did not know Detroit had a space program. Right. He airmailed that one. Oh, mm-hmm. was not even close to being on frame. The decider. Right. Um, can we find out what what Detroit's keeper Steinwasher was going crazy about to the officials? He besides being a lesser goalie in PKs. Yeah, really, he was really mad about something. I mean, the guy yes, was, he was screaming cuss words. Yes. And you're like, dude, you really need to focus on what you're doing right now. <laughs> and and I, had a, I, I had a note here. Kudos to him for standing on his head throughout this match. Right, right. Oh, yeah. You know, There's no doubt he kept job. him in. There's but no man, doubt. He was, he was going crazy during the penalty shootout. I'm wondering if the energy from the crowd, because that, that energy, that crowd is a very aggressive crowd, right? Yes. I'm wondering if yes, that yes, yes. impacts the players to some level. It probably does. Yeah, sure. 
Well, you also know? that that's just a high tension, a high tension, Tensions. high stress moment anyway. Exactly. You know, speaking of tension and stress, um, you know, Antoine Hopino decided to show himself again. Yeah, he's down. and do a little pose after his goal. Right. Well, that's it. Um, you know, and I hope they build a statue to commemorate their run in the U.S. Open Cup of that moment. <laughs> yeah. And I love. Some people were mad about it. I loved Wilson Harris after he scored his. Right. Coming back with the finger to the the. the sh- Exactly, and the and and the calming calming everyone down, dude. Some people are like, "Oh, dude, you should do that." I go, no, I love it. I love it. You give them what you give them what they give you. I love it. Absolutely. Um, other things I loved: sixty-one percent of possession, nineteen yeah. total shots. Yeah, we were the better um, team. We were the better team in this match. I don't think anybody dude, can question that. We missed that. one penalty in fourteen attempts. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty good. One. <laughs> Um, you know, I got my note here, survive, advance, and crush dreams. Yeah. That's the motto in this Open Cup run. I, I was, you know, I was so impressed with the class that they showed through this match because they, at no point did they seem frenetic or broken down due to the energy mm-hmm. of that crowd. And I think mm-hmm. you, I've watched a couple of their games um, uh, where that's not the case. The team seemed to be intimidated by, by the crowd. And our guys were like, yeah, no, we're fine. Yeah. yeah, and the announcers yeah. talk about, or you know, the one thing I got to say this: um, there was the show that they played. There's a, a team. I want to mention this real quick. There's a there's a yeah, show, yeah. the U.S. Open Cup, that they've been doing with Hercules Gomez and I, th- I want to say I, I forget who the other dude, dude is, um, but it's his uh, Sylvester um, whatever. And um, but they they did a show for seven hours, and Ooh. the next day, and they had a show that day as well, and you know, Danny Cruz was on. And Danny was, they were having an interview with him. The two of them, while the games are going on, it's a wonderful idea. It's yeah. it's about the best thing I've ever seen promoting, and, and it was on ESPN Plus. Anyway, yeah. I didn't mean to jump ahead about that. I really, while, while I'm thinking about it, um, they talked about, oh, you know, playing in front of 6,800 people, blah, 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 blah. And I think, I was like, Danny, I, as I look, Danny, please tell them that just a few days ago you played in front of 11,000. Yeah, I'm like he's like that's a slow night for us, you know. And and, and he didn't mention it, you know. Obviously, he was tired. <laughs> well, or whatever. Speaking of speaking of Danny's quotes, I had one from one of his press conferences after that Detroit game that I I love his attitude and his quotes. Okay, he said in terms of Detroit and that and that game, if a team wants to come fight us, then we win that fight. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I was just like, he put it in the first couple sentences. He laid it down. Yes, he did. You know, he's it's the Mike Tyson. You want to you want to you want to fight? Okay. We'll TKO you. <laughs> really? It's it just it was so impressive that the, the the effort that they put into this match and the <clears throat> balance and composure that they showed throughout it. You know, obviously winning was the great moment, but I, I was sure. so impressed with the effort and, and to to maintain their composure and be professional, especially like once again Niall. Uh I think Gonzalez once again had to put in a good shift. I think yep. that, yep. and I'm trying not to be biased here, but I, I really think if we can get this guy going, he will be a difference maker for us. And well, well, we're going to need somebody because you've got to rotate. Yes, you've you got to rotate as you go deeper in this tournament, too. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's you no know, doubt. Speaking of deeper in the tournament, mm-hmm. one positive to our delaying of our recording was we found out our next opponent. Yeah, really. <laughs> Nashville yeah, SC at Lynn Family Stadium on the 25th. It's going to be great. And if you are listening to this, and you do not go to that game, and you do not have a family illness or otherwise something else. I'm ashamed of you. Danny Cruz has requested a sellout. Yes, he has. And and you know what? You, you, mm-hmm. you listen to our patron saint of soccer. Yeah, really, Saint Danny, <laughs> Santa Danny. <laughs> and I tell you what, man. Um, I think we've got a, a we've got an extra 
uh, an extra plus in, or an extra check in our column because the guy that's singing the national anthem that night, the team has never lost an open cup or playoff game when he sang. Who's this asshole? That would be me. That's why I, that's why I described that person <laughs> I know as that. such. I know that. <laughs> you better not have a work call or something that night. No, I no. destroy your I, company. I know, I, <laughs> which I've been considering doing. No, the, uh, no, no. no I, the, uh, um, nice. Yeah, cool. nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. They it's know. Cool. They know. Even though administrations have switched over a little bit, they know. Yeah. <laughs> they know. I'm looking forward. It's going to well, be fun. Well, it's going to be a fun night. Well, speaking of that, e- either way, I like our chances. You know, what Nashville's sixth in the Western Conference. Yeah. They've scored 11 in 10 games and given up 10. And they've got a match with Atlanta. We both have matches uh, on Saturday night. They're playing Atlanta uh, on the road. I believe it's on the road. Um, but, okay. Uh, and on Saturday night, we have a match. But ours is against Monterey Bay. Okay. Yeah. One yeah. of the things I wanted to mention um, is that the MLS team is going to put all their effort into winning the MLS matches. Until yeah. they get maybe to this round, now they start. To, if you, just historically, look at what they do. Sure, you know. Sure. So they're going. They're not going to play their A team. But here's the thing that puts us, gives us an advantage. I guarantee you, for the Monterey match, we play an A minus squad. I think he's going to do. Eh. You know, I think Danny's eh. going to do whatever he has to do to make sure we'll, he p- fields his best squad for for that for that national we'll, game. We'll get into whether I agree or disagree with that in a minute. Okay. 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 Um, but I do agree with you that I do not think, excuse me, I do not think Nashville comes out with their A plus lineup. Mm-hmm. And even before that, I am not scared of their A plus lineup. Really, it's, it's, beyond beyond Walker Zimmerman, mm-hmm. um, there ain't much to write home about. CJ Sapong has three goals on the year. Yeah, uh, Henry Henry Mukhtar is kind of their you know attacking uh, midfielder. Right. I don't have much to write home about. Yeah, you this, know this isn't and this isn't Sapong at his. Um, youthful best either. Correct. So I'm I, I'm not that. This is this. We, we could have had a worse draw. We didn't get it. Right. Oh yeah. You can. know. I think this um, is the best. And of the I love it, especially that especially that we get to host it. Yeah. Where we got a pretty good record hosting MLS teams in this tournament. I believe it. Really. It's it. I'm just. It's going to be exciting. Yes. And, uh, and you it said better be a sellout. I am. I am saying I this so. right now to the so. Louisville fan base. This better be a sellout. Yeah, man. I, it's, it's I, you I know, know, I don't know if they don't. It's, but I think I think they're going to have a massive crowd for this one. I really do. They better. Yeah. So you were going to say? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm skipping my bowling league for it. So if I'm giving up that, damn, you listeners know how much Holy that crap. means to me. <laughs> you mean you're not going to bowl on Wednesday yes. night in order to go? Oh my gosh. Correct. Alert! Alert! <laughs> right. So, so you know, I I I, I love our chances. Um. Can't wait for the game. I hope our guys don't look past the next game too. Right, right. You know, but I think Danny's Danny's smart with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we got something we have to discuss. That's the game last night at Los Dos, mm-hmm. LA Galaxy two away game. Yeah, man. Uh, before the game, uh, Owen, I still don't know what name to call him because um, ESPN Plus announcers are calling him Dom. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to say how I want to say it. Owen Dam was recalled from loan with the Northern Colorado Hellstorm due to the iffy status of our outside backs. Yes, sir. Uh, and just, you know, if this was a hockey game, line change. Yeah, really. Line, line change. Line switch. Big line switch. Uh, you know, Parker Siegfried had his first start in goal. Uh, Leno Soler, uh, Dom made his debut, and Serrano were in. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering, what is this formation actually going to be? Right. You know, because we don't have an out-and-out striker up there. Nope. 
And my fear was this was a trap in a test game mm-hmm. uh, with everything going on. <clears throat> and man, another West Coast game, another roller coaster. I don't know what it is about us going out there. Right. Well, hmm. first minute we score. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. You know, Jorge, Jorge, Jorge has a shot saved and turn. Oh my yes. gosh, what a beautiful turn! That Louisville City deserved that goal, but Jorge deserved it more. Yeah. And Serrano was there to pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. And you're wondering, okay, all right, maybe we're not so concerned. Uh, then Paulo gets a yellow card in the fifth minute on the first foul of the game oh, for Louisville City and is now suspended yeah. uh, for Monterey Bay. Yep. Uh, outside of that goal, we had a bit of a sloppy start. Um, yes, we did. Some little indecisiveness, little nervy at the back. Yep. You know, 20 minutes or so. um, our press was in full force, though, but our only attack really seemed to be lobbing long balls and hoping someone got on the end of them. Yep. And then just, I know we already talked about officiating, but you and I discussed this. I don't know how Niall got yellow carded when he won the ball. That was unbelievable. I, I, I'm still sitting here. One, that's about the worst yellow card call I've seen all year. I can't think I, of one that's I just, as, maybe there's one as, as bad, but that was, it was insanely stupid. I, I don't, what a terrible I, I, call. I mean, there, there was Josh's, there was Josh's when he got yellow right, carded for right, winning the ball. For winning the ball. That's, but I, I think just, this one's, this one was more obvious that Niall didn't deserve not, even a foul. And he, and he <laughs> took the brunt of the impact. Right. Right. He, he went in, his studs weren't up. He got nope. clean, he got clean contact out of the ball and the other dude hit him. And he got cleaned out. And, it's unbelievable. Just an unbelievably you know, horrible call. And horrible. from there, the unbelievableness continued as Los Dos equalized on a break. Off of that. Yeah. Sliding finish. I do have to say it was a great ball from Judd across the face yeah, of the goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had a couple good goals yesterday that were, you know, you know above and beyond. You know, um Sanchez had to save on a on a on a Jorge effort. Yep. Uh, it's a good save off an Enoch and Serrano connection. Yep. Very good and then Paulo just headed a corner wide. Um you know, we were starting to tune it up then. Yes, um, we did. You know, Paulo hit one right at Sanchez. <clears throat> you're kind of thinking, you know what? I don't want this half to end. Right. They're playing so well. Well, they played into it, and that's one of the things we're talking about. With so many substitutions, when you start talking about execution and not having, you know, you have a, a squad that's never played together in a match like they did. You know, that, that 11 has never played together. Yeah. It's going to take some time to figure that all out. And, it, you know, they got to you've got to get settled. You're not going to come out of the box you know, um, let me put it this way. If it takes 15, 20 minutes to sort of get things sorted out so you feel a little more comfortable, you understand the pace of the turf, I get it. You know, I I, I understand it. And, that, and then later on, as you're saying, the last 25 minutes or so, it was fantastic stuff. I thought I was really impressed with how they adjusted. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I really was. Um, so, you know, we hit halftime. Late kickoff apparently hit us all hard. Uh, the Loose City app told me simultaneously the lineups were out, the game was started, and it was nil-nil at half. <laughs> so late, the late, the late, the late kickoff hit everybody. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of a half, we made two subs. As yep. you and I talked about, we thought they were going to make some kind of subs at half. Yep. Uh, just what what we were expecting. Uh, Wilson Harris and Oscar came on at half mm-hmm. uh, with PDP coming off and Owen Dam as well, which I thought was a shame. Yeah, because he too. really grew into that game. I thought he, I thought he was impressive for his first game. I wasn't great. He made a couple and mistakes. What a perfect, and what a perfect night and scenario for him to go ninety. Yeah, ideally that would have been. You know, um, but I thought he did so okay. Then, you know, I, you know, I thought he was fine. Yes, he did. I'm, I was not disappointed at all. He had right. a couple of nervy moments early on, as right. you would expect, right, from a teenager. <laughs> Absolutely, of which we had more than one out debut. there. You know, can I go, let me step back and say this again. Yes. You're watching Winder. Forget about this. I mean, I understand we we're, we're have we have to talk about the second half, but you look at Winder at the end of that first half. And tell me if you're looking at this guy and you say, yeah, that's a 17-year-old. 
It's unbelievable. Right. Yeah, he, he was better when he was 16. Yeah, right. He rolled off the tongue better. <laughs> but he is so mature for his age out there. He yeah. really is very yeah. poised. I mean, very poised. Uh, really, very such an impressive So much kid. so that even even the low-stose announcers on ESPN Plus were giving him credit. Yeah. Which, if you watch these games, you know that's rare that's that they talk very about rare. anything other than their own teams. You hear that? <laughs> oh, such a painful game watching it on ESPN Plus. Yeah, that's why I don't um, watch was on. Oh, I, I always listen to oh. watch. <laughs> but... Um, you know, we took a 2-1 lead in the 50th. Nile had that free kick, which I love when you go under a jumping wall. Yeah, that was I amazing. still don't know how he scores that. That's no. just dude, – the, dude, the low-stose announcers were besides themselves, and I was like, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, really. I don't know how you score under a wall. <laughs> um, but he did. Mm. Uh, and, you know, I just – I happen to remember what, what one of us on this podcast said that Nile would, would be a key. Yeah. In the preseason. I just mm. – I don't remember which one of us that was. I, I know his name is Joe. Yeah. <laughs> did I, it so it's that. a good guess yeah it it's was a good guess, guess. really but it, it's uh, we, that's why i was gonna wait till now to you know we talked about him already and that's just he's been yeah. unbelievable this year he really yeah. has considering yeah. what he, coming off what they called an illness and um and and and, and how he's just stepped in and been a rock i'm so yeah. proud of that guy you know and then the sadness comes back in as los dos equalizes on another through ball yeah. and an easy finish um, and then the the, the train kind of went off the tracks. They yes, were awarded, did. the Galaxy were awarded a PK on a handball on the ground, which was a clear, uh, which you know they call that one, but they don't call the one earlier. I agree. Where I agree. Literally, the announcers on Lostos were saying, saying it was a handball. Yeah, yeah. His ball hit his the ball hit his hand in the box. But Absolutely. what was he supposed to do? Absolutely. Actually, there's two of them. I think that. that, that, that... And I said by def, I think I, I I texted you. I go, well, by definition, a ball that hits a hand in the penalty area is a foul. Right. Which, by definition, is a penalty. Penalty. <laughs> so once nah, again, officiating. But um, you know, they score the penalty. Um, Ownby and Sharpie came on immediately after that, and then fourth goal, another one, another break of our back line. Yeah, that one hurt. And at that point, you think, all right, you know what? Let's just turn this off. It's late. Let's go home. And on that goal, well, Joey, let me jump in. On that goal, yeah, go I ahead, think you, do. I think you saw the fatigue unwinder. Sure. You sure. know, at that point, you saw a kid who, if he was fresh, would have ran that dude down. Mm -hmm. And it just, you could see it on him. That was the one also, goal I said to myself, you know, I think, you know, well, we're, we're pretty much done with that. You know, I, I, I got to I gotta bring this up, too. Mm -hmm. There were some people who were berating Parker, Parker Siegfried, for no. his play. And I go, no. Kyle Morton doesn't save two or three of those. Exactly. Oh no! The goalie was hung out to dry. Right, three of those go those three goals. I think I I don't know. If, I don't think I don't think Morton saves any. Maybe he might. I don't know. But he might get one. Okay, maybe maybe gets one. But those were those but two passes, the through balls were were solid goals. They were solid yeah. goals, solid efforts. You can't. Well, but you also know. you know there were some questions about offsides on a couple of those. That's true. That's true. But it doesn't matter. Exactly. How you execute it is still how you execute it, and it was yeah. the pass after that that's solid. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I hear you. So. At that point, you're like, all right, let's get this over with. But then Harris draws us within one off an Oscar assist. And at that point, you're like, okay, maybe we, we scratch a point out of this. But yeah. just to sum up how this game went, in stoppage time, Jorge sends a rocket at goal mm -hmm. that hits Wilson Harrison in an offside position. That, that, to me, was just like, oh, my. <laughs> that sums up this game. Yeah, it was just. Uh, so, you know, <sighs> the undefeated, undefeated dream is over with. And you know what? I'm not that mad about it. I know you aren't either. But I, I got a joke here. I go, J J Joe, what, what is this feeling? I don't like it. I don't like this feeling. Of like this. Speaking of that, though, i got to give Danny more credit on a quote he had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, listen to that other locker room celebrating. Right. 
That's what it means to beat a team like us. Exactly. We're not going to have this feeling next week. Right. Right. So that's where I go back to your question as to who we run out at Monterey Bay. Okay. Okay. Because it seems like he might be out for blood. Okay. No, that's a good point, Jerry. No, 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 no. That's that's a very that's a very I, fair. Yeah, I had that in my point. back pocket ready with point. that quote. Like he, whether it's the same lineup or not, he's going to be out for blood. It seems like absolutely. And I am all on the Danny Cruz revenge tour. <laughs> yeah, man, totally. We were already on it, right. and now it just got amped up a, a, another level. Man, I'll tell you. Uh, but overall, you know, this was an outlier of a game. Yep. We had fifty nine percent of possession. Yep. And they're only four. They had only four shots on goal, and three of them went in. Right, right. You know. Yep. Um, you know. You know. We gave up as many goals in one game as we have all season, uh, but three of those were the same exact goal. Yeah. Yeah. Beaten the same way over the top. Yep. Uh, and that's been a majority of how we've been scored on this year, though. Right. Granted, it's been very few times, but the ways we have been scored on that's have chance. been those over the top breaks. That's the chance you take playing the style we play, and that's why sometimes yes, it, I yes, you do. Get, I, I sometimes I get a little look. You know, there have been times Sean has played. You know, he struggled a little bit. There's been plenty of times where he's played well. I think you, you see what he brings to this team when he's not on the field. Okay. Yeah. So, but when you, the pressure you're putting on him in this style of play, pressing so high and only keeping a couple people back or three people back, come on, you're gonna you're gonna some of these are, man. It's almost like playing man to man in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's all you do. You play man the whole yeah. time. Yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're gonna give up a couple touchdowns. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. Well, you, but it's just like know. it's just like um, you know, a, a fan I see repeatedly commenting throughout the social media for Louisville City. You know, people like people who are going crazy after last night. As he goes, guys, you're allowed to be critical. Right. You know, and this is one thing we can improve on. Is exactly. How we handle these teams attacking us over the top. Absolutely. Totally. Because it has it has been the only route to success. Right. And that's a fair criticism. My my issue with you know? last night, and I think we're both on the same boat with this one. Me personally, now I'm gonna look, I judged inter, literally world championship marching band and drum corps performances. World championships. You you learn one thing. When you're gonna be critical of something, you take in all the variables. Mm-hmm. You don't just pick something and say, that's the worst thing ever. Okay? Yeah. You yeah. have to take in all of the variables. Yeah. Being critical, what you just mentioned is an absolutely fair criticism and a fair concern as we move forward because teams are going to figure out, some coach is going to figure something out. Okay? Mm-hmm. But to, to for some of us to ignore playing in a, playing in a, a penalty shootout 72 hours before this match, Having to taking a flight to the West Coast, taking a flight over two thousand, well, roughly eighteen or, or no, it was, it was about two thousand miles. Different time zones, different time zone, and still being within Wilson Harrison getting kicked in the butt with a ball of, yeah. of getting a, a yeah. result out of this. Come yeah. on, come on, you know, come on. Um, I'll say this, you know, it's 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 a disappointing end to the unbeaten run, but that team looked gassed, as you said at the end. Right. Let's go rest up over eight days now. Right, exactly. You know, let's rest up. Um, let's appreciate that 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 run we had and start. I love the phrase "start another one." Yeah. There's no reason not to. There's, you know, um, right. It, it, you know, the, the 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 fans being overly critical. You know, we've got a diamond ring here of a team, and absolutely. you're complaining because there's a smudge on the band. Right. Right. 
They you know? weren't going to go unbeaten this whole year. No, no, no team ever has, and that's what and I'm. And you know what? The, the fact that the fact that it was a roller coaster we lost in, and not just a four nothing flat getting booed out of the sti- booed out of the stadium. Right. You know the fact that it was a four three fight. Right. Right. And they and they when they the could whole easily time. just come out, they could easily just come out flat as can be, mm-hmm. giving up four goals and not scored three. Right. And so you know, not, you know, not getting a result in this game sucks. We, you know, eh. you know, you know, it's you know, it's a bummer. But like I said, you have to if you're going to be critical of something, you have to you have to encompass all the variables into the equation and yeah. then say something. Like so, you just said, when you start talking about being exposed because of the style of play defensively, that is a fair critique because we've done it match after match after match after match. Yeah. But when you start talking about, I can't believe that they played so lousy. Blah, blah. Come on, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. What about the other ten games? Did they play lousy in the other ten games? You want to pretend that that yeah. was that didn't happen? Okay, we'll Correct. pretend. We'll pretend. Fair weather, you know. Fair weather. Fair you know, weather. A little entitled sometimes, and it really kind of it, it irks yeah. me a little bit. You know, you, so this doesn't happen a lot. We're looking no. at what really could be a dream story. We all know this. It really could be a dream story this year with this team. Be fair. That's all I said. Yeah. You know, yeah. just well, be so fair. Speaking of fans and being fair, mm-hmm. we got Detroit City again. Yeah, man. Let's go back and to that. And for those going on with their with their supporters club the group, the Northern Guard. Yeah. Um Joe, I am gonna kinda let you steer this conversation. Right. Um I'm gonna give some background a little bit here first, you know. Stuff sure. tell me if I missed anything. You know, it's all kind of started with the organization banning any clothing or paraphernalia that showed obscenities. Right. Um, and then the Northern Guard claimed this was a witch hunt by the U.S. Soccer Federation. Fucking morons. And part of it was a five-minute silent protest at the beginning of the Open Cup match against Louisville City. Right. Right. So, you know, it's 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 an ongoing conversation that's not actually being discussed all that much. No. Is this kind of war going on between the Northern Guard and its supporters and Detroit City and the U.S. Soccer Federation. Right. And Joe, what's your take? <laughs> Welcome to professional franchise soccer. Welcome to yeah. professional franchise sports. Yeah. This is how it breaks down, Joey. You've got a team and you've got a league and then you've got TV contracts. Okay? Yeah. Break this down as franchise which is what we all are. Louisville City is a franchise. Yeah. USL is the company that owns the franchise, that controls, the, that defines the franchise and what they can and can't have on the menu. No different than McDonald's. Yep. No different sure. than Burger King. Sure. And then you have your promoter. Okay, that would be ESPN Plus, for example, or any of the local contracts that you put together yep. with companies yep. like Chick Fil A or whoever they whoever they choose to advertise. Oh, Joe, don't, please, did please I just mention? Oh shit, I just mentioned oh, that God, company. Please don't bring that up. <laughs> That's another. We've already got one. We've already got one fan controversy we're discussing. We don't really have time don't. for two. Exactly. Anyway, whatever local company you, yes. you choose, or, or, yes, yes, yes. or even a franchise, right? A, a, a franchise yes. company, and then you have the TV company. Then the TV company signs a contract. The promoter signs a partnership with with the with the company and says, "Look, we'll promote your product under these stipulations. Here are yeah. the rules. Okay, these are the rules. And part of yep. that rule is going to be you don't get to you don't get to have FCK MLS shirts. We're not yeah. showing that. Well, J- Joe, I think you're <clears throat> missing one other layer to this. Okay, there's the government over above all this, the FCC." Right. Who has its own right. set exactly. of rules that they that's impose absolutely. on everybody? That's very true, Joe. That's absolutely true. This is this is they're, you know? they're under those rules. 
Yep. And th- those stipulations are passed to the company. Company, would you like to sign a con- Would you like us to show your product on television? Yes, we would sure. love to you do that. Will you yes. follow our rules? Yes. Sure. Moving on. So now the company goes to all the franchises and says, look, we're going to show your games on TV. Here are the friggin' rules. Yeah. So now the, each franchise has to sit there and go, okay, part of the rules are the obscenities on the screen. Yeah. The Northern Guard thinks that they're trying to... The problem with the Northern Guard... First of all, I can give a shit about these people. All right? I'm not one yeah. of these people that gets into the hate-love thing. I could care less. Good for them. They've done a wonderful job with that with that team over the last yeah. few years. Wonderful job. Agreed. Nothing Agreed. but kudos and respect. But this this whole us against the world thing is dog shit. No yeah. one cares. No one cares. Yeah, yeah. All right. This I is mean, this is just narcissism. And if they want to get agreed. mad at me and talk to me, if they want to come see me face to face, who am I going to run from? I'm I'm complimenting them. But yeah. at the same time, this is this isn't you against the world. This is you against you right now. And you're going to yeah. lose. You're yeah. going to lose. You know? Because I gotta say, they they have to toe a fine line here. Right. Both groups. Right. You know. DCFC has to respect the supporters and their role in right. the rise and notoriety of the club. Absolutely. But the supporters have to realize their actions can impact and damage the club. Absolutely. Do you want to see your you teams know? on television? No. Yeah, so just that. You know, if they're limited on TV, then there goes income. Right. Exactly. You know? They don't, um, you don't, they don't need to give you a franchise. Okay? Yeah. It's not like you have a right to a franchise. Well, like, I don't have like, the know, right to own a Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> You oh, know? you went Burger King too. You could have gone anywhere. Yeah, right. wow. <laughs> okay, wow. I don't have the but, right. Um, to, to but you know, a... it's like it's like these TV. They, you know, they're talking about TV fines for censorship, and I go, "Well, you're not paying the fines." Exactly. That's the other thing too. You're not. This. Um, oh, I was God. like, "You're mad. You're mad. You can't wear obscenities on your merch." Yeah, I'm sorry. That's a real thing. We learned it at AO Louisville. We had a chant, the Timmy Howard chant. Yeah. I don't know if you ever heard that. I, well, we tried to sell shirts for it at one point. Okay. Um. It was it was a song, you know, Timmy Howard's mental, Timmy Howard's mental, right. oh, Timmy Howard's mental, and then someone would yell, "Shit, fuck, cock balls," <laughs> and then and then one guy, one guy in the group was responsible for going, "It's funny because he has Tourette's," right, right, and I'm like, right. we couldn't sell that shirt. No one right. wants to wear that with obscenities, right? You know, it's a real thing. It absolutely is a real um, thing, and you know, and also I think I think the Northern Guard has put themselves in a corner. Yep. You're either going to stand by your word or hope the team changes their mind. And guess what? The team's, team's not, not going to do that. They can't. You this know, isn't how the team's can you change call. things? How can you change things if you're not in the room? Right. But that's like I said, that comes to part of the narcissism of that whole deal, okay? Uh yeah. the world's most hated supporter group I saw. No one no one even knows you're around. Get sure. over yourself. Sure. Okay? And um, if, and I'm saying that not because I dislike them. I'm saying that if if our if the Coopers did that, I would say that. I'd be like, "Get over yourself. Nobody yeah. cares." No See, one cares. I think I, I think at times the Northern Guard has taken this further than it needs to go. Of course, you know because they say now it's about their ability to fight for worthwhile social causes. Well, that's 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 another conversation. And censorship, you know. It's, but yeah. they're saying this could be interpreted as a first step in further censorship, and I go, no, no I don't think anyone no. interprets you not being able to yell the word fuck right as to not being able to fight for LGBT rights. Well, there's 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 precedent behind that too. There's. A, a, a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A spontaneous emotional outburst is an accept is is not going to based on the rules of the stadium. If the rules of yes. the stadium say you can't say any undecent language, now you'll notice they don't say that. The words they always use are abusive. Yeah. All right. 
Now they may sneak indecent in there, but it's always more. They're more worried about you saying something which is something awful, racist. Of course, nobody wants yes. that. Yes, 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 yes. Nobody yes. wants anything sexist. That's wrong. All that is yes. bullshit. Nobody yes. should do that. Yeah. But the occasional holy fuck. Let me give you back a story. Let me bring back a story from about four years ago. Yeah, please do. You know, and this is relevant to the conversation. Louisville City was having a conversation with a previous uh, president of the Coopers, and they were wanting to put a microphone over the, the over the oh. goal by where the drummers were. Okay, fine, Uh-oh. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Some complaints came up that language was being picked up. So all of a sudden, we used to do a thing uh, when we were doing the, one of the chairs, start wearing purple, whatever, and we do. A, I'd I'd say dramatic fucking pause, right? The president yeah. at the time comes running down and says, "You can't." Blah, 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 blah. Let me tell you something, Joey. It was yeah. all my energy not to get thrown out of the stadium that night. Don't you, know, you dare difference. tell me to say what I what I can and can't say when I'm following. There's the rules. a difference between a ref making a questionable call and us yelling, you know, you know, what the f were you thinking? Exactly. And wearing merchandise that says FMLS. When they're, and if you have it being visible. And, and with, there's a with dif- a, right. There's a difference. You know, that's like when Mexico does their chance on goal kicks. Right. That's along the lines of what's being discussed here. Exactly. Because that's, that's, a, an that's organized a planned, effort. organized effort. And that's a whole different you story. Know, when ESPN Plus is showing our games, they don't hear me yelling, what the hell were you thinking at the referee? Of course. Of All course. they hear are the boos. Right. This is what we're talking about. There's spontaneous is so different, right? And there's than, precedent. Like that, I said, there's legal precedent for that. You can't, if, yes, because if if there if if the these leagues were held accountable for every time you every, picked up an f word on the microphone, there'd be no be sports leagues on TVs. You would be, be bankrupt, right? Exactly. So there's you precedent know, um, for this already. I do have to say this. You know, I think one of the problems here is is the Northern Guard is taking the spotlight off their club in this great season they're having. Right, that's a tremendous team. They've done an amazing job, you know? and their supporters. And those supporters are doing I, an amazing job. I have no issue yes. with the, the. I think they're fantastic, but they're yeah. but they're fighting a they're they're fighting a fight that they can't win, and the reason yeah. they're fighting it is stupid, and it's narcissistic. And get over yeah. yourself. Stop. You know, I think I, I hate I hate this is going to sound very 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 selfish in the way i'm saying it a little narcissistic too is you know look at the example that louisville city worked with the fans on the logo fiasco yeah really they brought the fans in on that discussion yes they did you know they worked with the fans out of not out of fear but out of respect yep you know and i you know i'll say this in terms of the northern guard issues too is you know i wouldn't support louisville city if it compromised my principles of course but what the what are the principles at stake here? Exactly. You don't get to wear a t-shirt that says "fuck." Right. That's that. No. Oh just my not. lord. I mean, think about it. Think oh. about it. That if that's if oh. that's what your culture is built on. And first, you know, they rolled it back. First, it was that, and then they was well. It's because uh, first, here's first, it was somebody. Uh, somebody they made us have a sign a waiver to hold smoke and. And and oh, we've mostly oh, we've mostly oh, been okay oh. with that, which means oh. which means you've had an incident. <laughs> and now if somebody oh. if I burn my oh. hand at Lynn Family Stadium, l- the people that own that team are liable now. Of yeah. course they're going to protect themselves. If you yeah. don't like it, you know, and, and don't Scouse do House. it. And oh. Scouts House for these games, there are only three or four people who are allowed to handle the smoke. Right. They have gone through the process exactly to do that. And, and you know what I thought? Okay. Yeah. Okay. They've got to protect themselves from liable, man, because everybody wants you know? to sue everybody for every fucking thing now. Everybody, you know? That's what everybody wants this. to do is sue each other. 
I think the last thing I'm going to mention on Detroit City and the Northern Guard is, you know, you're not endearing much sympathy too when one of your fans pelts a Louisville City player with a beer. And it's always the same thing. And it's not just them. It's everybody that says this. Oh, that's not our culture. That's not us. Well, it is one of you. Uh-huh. It is. It absolutely uh-huh. is. When one of our people does that, if they, if one of our people throws something at somebody, oh, that's not who we are. Yeah, it is. Obviously, he's a we or she's a we. So we are that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's just now, is it the majority? And what what got that person to there? And why is that person being allowed back in the stadium if they're doing it? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, you know. I, so I I think we need to end on some fun. Sure. You know, speaking of fan bases, I don't have any exaggerations. Our fan base already took it there <laughs> really? after the loss last night. <laughs> some of them. Some of you I'm disappointed in. Yeah, you're that. Sorry. You know, but, Sorry, but just, be just, blunt. Just, just some other ones. Uh, you know, Racing needs to walk out to Little John's shot song because we're going to break the world record, even if we have to create it, for shots taken. <laughs> for shots taken. <laughs> uh, did you see the uniform alterations for, for, for Freha, Jalen, and Savannah? No. It's that little pocket sewn for Rose Lavelle. Come on. Did you see that? Oh, stop. That's nice. <laughs> Forget goals. Forget goals. Goal, uh, goal, goals are for hipsters. Nice. Louisville nice. will be known. Louisville's going to be known for attempts. Racing leading the USL and Louisville City leads in chances created and Harris, Harris leads in shots. Goals are for suckers. Did you just say? Did you just say goals are for hipsters? <laughs> yeah, that's that's so mainstream. You know why? Whatever. Go, goals, goals are, are for, for hipsters. hipsters. Goals are for hipsters. You know, I love Nile. It. Niles is is if Pirlo and Javi had a baby that was adopted by Roy Keane. Oh my God! Well, come on, (laughs) him stepping into that role in the deeper midfield. Adopted by Roy Keane. The Louisville City Institution of Spot Kicks will be opening soon, Ah. so everyone can come learn. (laughs) Uh, And forget Cam and Nile. The first statues are going to be Morton and Harris from this Open Cup run, and just everything else. Forget those guys who have been here forever. Yeah, who needs them? Uh, We need to fire Danny. The magic's over. That loss, he's done. Washed up. (laughs) Get out. And then, and then finally, what kind of attacking wizard is Brian Ownby? He couldn't even save us against Lostos. I mean, what the hell? What? I mean, He's fired. Yeah. Whatever. Season's over. Season's uh, over. Pack your bags. We've lost. Shine's gone. Yeah. Off to Montana. <sighs> to Ranch Buffaloes or something. So there you go. There's, yeah, there, there are your exaggerations for the week. Excellent. You know, I'm going to have to come up with some music for that. I don't know how we're going to do that. Yeah, because you know what? My, my my I only have so much creativity. <laughs> so, right, well, dude, this is this worked out really good. Uh, so yeah. it's a bit longer than usual, but so what? No one cares. That's it, there's a lot of great stuff here. There's a lot of games, a lot to discuss. A lot of games, a lot to discuss, and a lot for people to ingest this week before uh, before the rest of the week goes on. So yes, sir. There you go, buddy. Thanks a lot once again for everything that you're doing for the show, and really appreciate. Yes, it. sir. Thank you, thank Joey you for the opportunity. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Now, uh, one of the big deals, obviously, last week was the U.S. Open victory in Detroit. We have someone who is there who can give us an eyewitness account. No one other than Ken Luther. Ken, how are you, sir? What's going on, Joe? Not only am I just someone, but I am the official Cooper's ambassador to Michigan. (laughs) What is that? What does that even mean? (laughs) What does that mean? Well, that's a good question. So, uh... What I did is, uh, at first I called Herman up, and I said, Herman, make me ambassador to Michigan. And Herman's like, what are you talking about? And I said, no, really. And then I'll do coordination with the Northern Guard and stuff like that. So <laughs> okay. he said, presto, you're ambassador. I said, cool. Uh, and then uh, I just reached out to the Northern Guard, and I kind of found out, you know, because I knew Keyworth is kind of a weird stadium and a weird spot. So 
I, we had a bus going up there, and right. I, I didn't kind of know what was going to happen with all of that. Right, and, right. You know, people were going to come rolling off the bus and not know what to do and where to go because they're getting dropped off in, like, a, a little town with a stadium in it. Right. Uh, so I reached out to the Northern Guard ahead of time and kind of found out where the spots were. There's, like, no tailgating in Hamtramck. It's, wow, you know, okay. There is no place to do it. Right. Or it's not allowed. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I kind of find out where they kind of start their pregame activities and what some other options are, where some food options are. Right. You know, I'm, I, I'm from about 45 minutes west of there. Okay. And I used to go to Hamtramck, you know, in my early 20s to go club. Clubbing. Sure, sure, okay. Uh, and it was a great place then. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, uh, the city has changed significantly since then. Okay. Because I went a couple hours ahead of time. You know, just to kind of explore what was still there than from what I remember. Sure. So it used to be a Polish kind of auto town. Yep. yep. I think there still is some remnants of, of the mm-hmm. Polish pop, um, folks that were there. Right. But now it's very uh, Arabic. Yeah. Uh, so you'll see on all the storefronts Arabic writing, and you'll see lots of little shawarma shops and stuff like that. Okay. So what I did a couple hours before the game is I went and hung out in a shawarma shop with uh, a bunch of dudes drinking tea and watching uh, English Premier League, okay. which was totally cool. Uh, you know, great food, hanging out, talking about soccer. You know, the the Premier League game was in Arabic on the TV. It was okay. it was uh, it was definitely a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, and not the kind of cultural experience you can get here in uh, Louisville. Right, right, right. Because right. well, you know, a lot of people don't know that the the biggest. Arab population outside of Arabia is in Dearborn, Detroit, which no is kidding. right next to Hamtramck. I had no idea. So, yep. Wow. Huge. So that was that was totally cool. I did that, and then uh, then I walked over to this place called Fowling's Warehouse. Okay. Uh, which is uh, kind of where all the bus people ended up, uh, and it's 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 just a big warehouse, and they've got uh, bowling pins set up. You throw footballs like American footballs. At them. <laughs> It's the funniest thing, uh, especially seeing a bunch of soccer dorks like myself throw footballs at bowling pins. Right, it's, right, uh, right. It's, it's a comical sight. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now, are you I, through, through all of this? Are you hanging with people from that are, are that are Detroit City supporters? Yeah. Okay. So okay. What the Coopers have done for years and years is whenever we go on an away day, right. We usually bring like a gift for the other kind of right. major supporters group. Yep. Um, and it's usually always bourbon. Actually, it always is bourbon. Yeah. Um, and I had kind of coordinated this ahead of time, so we had like a, a whiskey exchange. Right. Uh, and we gave them a bottle of bourbon, and they gave us a bottle of Michigan whiskey. Wow. Who knew? Uh, which scares me a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> Michigan, so I'm, I'm thinking beer, man. Mm-hmm. What's that? Michigan, I'm thinking beer. Yeah. Right? Strohs. Right, sure. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nope. There's a right on the bottle. Michigan whiskey. I'm like, oh, God, what is this? Okay. So I'm going to bring it out to the tailgate next uh, city game. Cool. Uh, and I guess we're going to, well, maybe we'll do like a taste test or something like that. Right. And see how it compare, compares to the nectar of the gods known as bourbon. <laughs> right. <laughs> there you go. Taste testing at a, at a taste testing alcohol. At a, at a tailgate, who knew? Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> we'll film it and send them a video of, of our initial thoughts on right, right, right. 
Okay. Um, so I hung out there. They had like the NGS was doing like the normal things, selling. Had a little merch tent set up, and they gave me a, uh, a T-shirt that said "Fuck Ohio" on it. Right. <laughs> Which you couldn't wear into the stadium, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't think. More could. on that later. Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we hung out there for a while. They they. Uh, they started singing in the warehouse and then they moved to their march and they marched off and, and, and I left a little while after. Okay. Um, so the, the stadium Keyworth is, it, it, it's kind of reminiscent of those, you know, when you play the FA cup, uh, in England and they play these like little towns. Yes, absolutely. Playing these little states right there in the little town. That's exactly what Keyworth right. is like. I, I literally walked down an alley with people's backyards uh, right. and then turned and entered the stadium. Exactly. Uh, That's awesome. It's, it's, it's a really, really old uh, American football stadium built mm-hmm. in, I don't know, the thirties, right. I guess. Right. Uh, and it, it, you can tell uh, it's, it's, it's got its uh, limitations. Right. Right. Um, Absolutely. It, it's crumbling. Yeah. You know, they said there are going to be a lot of food trucks and there were a lot of food trucks there just the lines for the food trucks were like miles and miles yeah, long man. and the lines for the beer were miles and miles long yeah. and you're going to be in line for 15-20 minutes just to get a beer and that was mm-hmm. until they stopped selling beer at 75 minutes right um, So, and there's just no place to put stuff okay, okay. limited by space so so that, that so that would so that's a positive for our stadium but in a way, it's almost a little bit too much of a contrast because it's too far away from local community in a way, right? You know what I mean? Like I do. You know, it's it's sort of like it sounds like that's way too snug, whereas we are have we're a little too expanded expanded away from it in a way. You know, that's yeah. Maybe it limits the I'm march sure and stuff the, like that. Okay. I'm not sure the the location of the stadium, the town is the problem. It's just the stadium itself right. is very small and mm-hmm. very limited and very old. Right, right. Uh, it's it's you know I I don't know what they did with the last upgrade, which is probably put in the turf field. It's not real grass. It's okay. turf. Right. Um, that's the other thing I noticed, mm-hmm. and I can't get official specs on it, but their field is really small. Yes. And it is really narrow. Yes. I want to say 65 feet, maybe. Jeez. Come on. Uh, and I think the minimum is 70. Yeah, I was going to say. It, the, the, that's 65. That, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's that's it. Well, it, it affects the game. It sure does. Affects. Hurts us. Yeah. With the speed that we yeah. have. Absolutely. You know, at one point I was calling it bowling ball soccer because it was just, <laughs> you know, it was just players running into each other because they had right. no room on them. Mm-hmm. Right. On the field, right? Uh, so, you know, D- Detroit is—they—they they have a huge crowd, yep. And their supportive group is really loud. They have an advantage because they're on the sideline, exactly. To the end line, mm-hmm. um, and they'll pack that place. Yes, the, the so, sure looks like it. I, I just five, ten years in the future, if they're still there in Keyworth and it hasn't been upgraded. Uh, I think uh, they may be going astray. And, you know, I know they're attached to their local community and, and right. all that. Stuff. Right, right. But, uh, it was uh, the stadium definitely has its limitations. Mm-hmm. And that sounds like, uh, you know, like the, the high school football stadium thing. That sounds like the stadium where I grew up in. 
I mean, the high school football stadium is literally in the middle of the community. So right. you're, you're walking, you're leaving like it, it was literally a block away from me. So you you walk down, was. you know, and you'd walk down the street and you'd walk in the gate and there was the stadium. You know, no right. parking, no parking anywhere. None. <laughs> so. Well, <laughs> so their parking options, they had like the VIP parking or whatever. I, I didn't know what right. that was like. But mm-hmm. then they had a, this parking called the Missant plant, which I think was an old, some sort of industrial plant. Okay. Um, and I was like, cool, it'll be a plant, still be a nice parking lot. You know, I'm sure it'll be gated. That's great. And I pulled up and knew it. And it was like a, a uh, maybe it was a plant 50 years ago. Right. Uh, but it, it looked, you know, I don't mean to be make fun of their town. I'm not talking right, about their right. town at all. Their town is fine. Right. But the plant looked like it was straight out of The Walking Dead. I mean, yeah. it, it's like, like you can't go in the building or you will be eaten by zombies. Right, right. It's <laughs> like, good Lord. Okay. Uh, so, you know, the neighborhood itself, you know, no parking, no tailgating. It's, right. it's, it's uh, definitely not something we're used to. But, you know, Detroit's made it work for 10 years. And, you right, know, they... Right. They 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 pack in more people than I don't know seventy five percent of the other USL teams, so it works for them. So you really can't say too much bad about it. Right, right, absolutely. But it's a, now the game itself, um, the you know without you know obviously the the game was was a really exciting one. Um, yeah. And and the shootout itself, uh, were you sitting with our supporters? I was. So we knew we were going to be out sung. Right, right, uh, right, but somebody, I think Matt Owens, had the brilliant idea just to bring a flag for everybody. Cool. Uh, so we just waved flags at them the whole game, and we really didn't sing all that much because there was no way we we're going to be able to compete with their sure with their supporters group. But mm-hmm. we were able to to wave flags, and we had a little group in the corner, and uh, it, it it worked really well because we were with our people. I think there's some other Louisville City uh, fans scattered mm-hmm. throughout the stadium. I know that. John Neese was there. I think right. he had his own like like visiting owner's box or something like sure. that at the end. He came over and visited us. We were kind of talking about the crumbling cement. <laughs> yeah, really. And, and was the general um was the general f- vibe there like with Cincinnati it was usually contentious. What do you think what was it like um with them uh at that at the game last weekend? Or last week. Well, that was the whole purpose of having Herman appoint me as the Cooper's ambassador to Michigan. Okay. I speak Michigander because I'm <laughs> from there. So I laid a whole bunch of groundwork ahead of time to make sure there wasn't any. any there's always going to be assholes. I sure. Don't think, I, of course. I didn't run. We've got them, too. We've got them, too. Yep. We, we've got them. But uh, head and shoulders better than how Cincinnati would act. Good. Uh, for sure. Uh, we, they were welcoming. We bought beers. We drank together. We talked together. Excellent. Uh, we had a lot of fun. We traded whiskey. Um, I think they're going to be a lot more like St. Louis good. than they are Cincinnati. Good. Their drummers were excellent, too. Their, their drummers did a really good job. Yeah. Their drummers were good. Their capos were yeah. fire. Fantastic. Absolutely, Absolutely fantastic. Fire. I've got nothing but good things to say about them as it re- I'm, I'm, you know, as to anything that they've done relative to building the culture there and how they support that team. I mean, they're they're absolutely A-plus across the board. They've done, the, you know, the supporter groups, the fans in general. Um, but I think when you start transitioning into this little bit of a protest thing that they were doing and the reasons yeah. behind it, I you yeah. know, I've already said this, um, th- th- it's, it's a swing and a miss. And it has nothing yeah, to I do think- with them personally. So go ahead and tell me what you think about that. Yeah, so, you know, it's about the profanity. And, and we kind of saw it coming. 
you know, anybody who's been kind of following, you know, the, the supporters kind of culture uh, yep. in America knew that, that Detroit was kind of on the on the edge of edginess. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and uh, we've been around the USL for a while. We know that the USL will let some stuff go, but, you know, the, the outward writing of profanity on TIFOs and things like that, mm-hmm. we knew it wasn't going to fly. Right. Um, so if you want your club to continue to get fines – and they're not cheap fines. No, they're not. Uh, then, then keep doing that stuff. Right. But, you know, Detroit's got a really small roster, and they need money to get players to, to continue to compete uh, in the USL. Right. And if they, you know, rack up the fines, I don't know. It, it, it's money that comes out of potentially other ways that they can spend it. Right. And one of the things. Uh, which I think is just stupid. Just and, and you want to do that so you can say and write fuck on a banner? Come on. Yeah, that, that's, really... you can be edgy. You can have an edgier culture and still have some, for lack of a better word, um, I don't, well, there is no word really. It's, it's You can still have that aggressiveness. You don't need to write fuck on things. As a matter of fact, people no. start to look at you like you're kind of silly after a while. Because it's, I think a lot of people are. You know, I think it, a lot of people are. Yeah, it comes off a bit petulant, honestly. You know, I mean, you know, I was talking about this with Joey too. The other thing that that doesn't that, that I don't know they really understand is that they're a franchise that's part of a company that has a partnership with a promoter, and that promoter's not going to put this stuff on television because they get fined. So right. you know, so I mean, you gotta you know when you start thinking big picture. You've got to take this stuff into account because after a while, you look ridiculous. And I think that they handled it really poorly on social media specifically. Yeah, I, I, I think in the stadium, it was a little bit different. They had a couple right. protest Tito's, which was fine. And when right. they sang their songs, you could clearly hear fuck, which I don't really care about right. at all. Right, and you don't know. And that I, doesn't I come, the, come across on the TV. You can barely hear any yeah. of that stuff. I, I think in the end, they're going to they're gonna hurt themselves because right. they're, if they're going to limit... Any growth to what they can fit in Keyworth Stadium, they're never going to get in more than seven thousand or whatever it is right. people. And the USL is growing. Yes, it is. You know, back when we started, two thousand, three thousand were average numbers. Yep. Six thousand, seven thousand were big numbers. Right. That's changed. And ten thousand. Yeah. yeah new- Twelve thousand is a big number. So if you want to be a big club, you got to be able to put in big numbers. And if you want to put in big numbers. You got to make it an atmosphere that everybody's going to want to go, including families with kids, because right. mom and dad and and little Jimmy and and little Jamie will buy food and beverages and right. kits and all this stuff that supports the club. Exactly. Uh, and if it's not a if it's not an environment that they're comfortable in, mm-hmm. then they're never going to get there. Right. Uh, yeah. On the other hand, right. On okay. the other hand. I get the censorship debate. Sure. You know, who are you to tell us what we can and can't say? Exactly. And that's, there's I a, get that's, that. that's, that's, that's a thing going on all over the country right now. So, <laughs> you know, this is, this is, this is the whole concept of whether I'm not without picking sides. I mean, just saying that there's a debate in this country about what is, what can be said and what can't be said and when it can be said and where it can be said. And that's you know right. all of that's going on right now, and 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 they're playing into the wrong hand. I think, I really think that I, I they're think, playing into the wrong hand with 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 this. I, I don't get it. 
they, well, it's a losing argument, so they're going right. to have to choose their battles on this one. Right. Uh, but I, I think they're going to lose this one. You know, I, I've said in different forms before, if you do something just because you think it's okay, but it may be offensive to somebody else, should you do it? Right. Probably not. Depends on what it is, absolutely. And usually you, error on the side of caution, especially in that type of environment, at that type of event. It's, it's about being respectful of, the, of others yeah. around you who are trying to enjoy the same thing. You know, soccer is a game for all. Yep. Everybody. Yes, Conservative, sir. liberal. Doesn't matter. Profane, not profane, religious, not mm-hmm. religious. Right. So you have to kind of temper some of the things that you find normalized because right. other people may not find them normalized. Exactly. I don't want to preach. No, but, but we've talked, dude, we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's, it's, the, it's, it's this big tent idea. And if I own a company, you know, the quote that I always go back to is Michael Jordan where he said even republicans buy sneakers which is when he was being when he was being pushed in the 80s and, and 90s about why aren't you more politically active because he wants to make more money right <laughs> that's it and the more the more um the, the the bigger the tent the more people underneath it and what you said i think definitely resonates regardless of where people stand on these issues there's places where you, you should be able to congregate as sort of neutral ground and work some shit out or at least tolerate some shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying everything, but that's part of what I'm, I'm wondering if they're getting that. And, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to ask about is, is it was specifically what you just talked about is that the sounds like the atmosphere in general is nowhere near as edgy as the presence on social media. Is that a fair statement? It's, that is a very, very fair statement. Excellent. Okay. I was, I, I talked to some of their supporters about, you know, how, how do you fit in? What if you disagree with something? How does that work? Uh, and, and and they just they sing together. They sing the songs together. If they some of them don't like saying all the swear words, they just won't. Right. Um, right. Some of them are uh, very religious. I mean, I, I talked about um, you know the community, the Arab community that was sure. in. So you know, saw mm-hmm. a lot of the women wearing the hijabs yeah, and, man. and things like that. And then conversely, you also had what they called militant atheists. I don't know what a militant atheist is. Okay. Sounds a little scary to me, but you know, they <laughs> seem to all be able to commune together uh, in their supporter section and it works. That's awesome. Uh, that is awesome. There are certain conversations they just don't have with each other. Right. Because they know it's not going to go temper, anywhere. They temper themselves, which is the way exactly. society, this society is supposed to be. <laughs> Social media does not help us temper us. No, it does not. No, it does not. And you know, but I wanna, in real mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. we can. We can do it. Absolutely. And I want to go back to something you mentioned about facilities, and you talk about USL. There are. It seems like you you can't open up social media now without seeing a new stadium being built. I don't know if you've know. seen the pictures of Monterey Bay. They built a very yeah. modest. I want to say about a five thousand seat facility, but dude, it's, it's beautiful. Not big enough. It's beautiful. It's not big enough though. Right for Unless now, tickets for for now. But there's a, when you look at it, you see that it's ex, you can expand it easily. Oh, okay, all right. But we, it's a yeah. beautiful facility, and yeah. that's what this league needs. This league needs to, you know as time goes on, getting away from these baseball fields. When you watch Tulsa, it's it reminds us. It reminds me of us seven years ago, because you've got the patchy yeah. infield and, and everything like that. And I'm not saying, and I'm not going to criticize it. I didn't criticize it when. When we did it, it's not fair to do it to them either. But that's everybody's, you know, Queens, they're going to have a brand new facility when that team pops. So it's, you know, to, to your point about Detroit City, you know, it, it, 
there may be a decision that has to be made eventually. Yeah, well, that's my, my big criticism, which is something I really can't say, mm-hmm. uh, is the width of the field is, is is I don't even think it meets minimum USL regulation. Right. Maybe but I can't, I can't throw that stone because I believe Slugger Field didn't meet minimum right. USL exactly. regulation. <laughs> so I really can't say that, but at some point, I've given five years, right? Five years starting right. from this year. Right. At some point, they're going to have to meet the minimums uh, if they don't. I am unsure because I can't find any specs. Maybe somebody out there in uh, in podcast land can can bring up the actual measurements of the field right. compared to what the minimum requirements are. But I mm-hmm. believe it's 70 feet in width and 110 in length. I can't remember. But right, right. something like that. And I don't think they're there. Yeah. Uh, but. I can't really say it because we weren't there with sluggers. So. Right, right. I don't know. We're just going to have to continually raise the bar on standards. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we are. Yes, we are. Anything else you want to add, man? No, I think, uh, you know, I think that the, the Tuesday night crowd that we had ride the bus up and yeah. those who drove themselves was phenomenal. It Excellent. was, you know, one yeah. of the biggest away visits they've probably had. They, they might have had some other clubs that brought some – people and i think it's it's down the road it's going to be an excellent uh, rivalry rivalry exactly that it just has the feeling of a good rivalry and this league needs that we need it it makes us better and a friendly yeah exactly and a friendly exactly so it makes us better uh and i'm really looking forward to the open cup game here I, <laughs> man oh, that, wow. that should that be a draw man that should that be a, awesome yeah i can't National believe home? it oh yeah. gosh i think i think you know how do you not put 12,000 in the stadium for that one you know yeah, I really bring a lot of people too. Yeah. Yep. All right, brother. I really appreciate it. Have fun at the game tonight. I may, I may see we'll you. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right, everybody. Ken Luther. Thanks, pal. All right. Later. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution, as well as Ken Luther. Always love to have him on the show. And I thought there was a lot of good discussion about some of this stuff, right? Uh, about language and and things that go on at these matches and how uh, teams build their cultures and certainly the analysis of the matches themselves. I really hope you're enjoying it. Um, You are always welcome to send comments. Uh, Also love those compliments when you send them. Don't be afraid to send those. (laughs) Uh, Once again, as always, we are on Amazon. We are on Podbean. We are on iTunes. And we are on Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love. And man, like I said earlier, I just didn't have time to do anything this week. I love doing the skits and stuff like that. Hopefully you enjoy them as well. <sighs> Transitional periods and, and just trying to deal with life right now, aren't we all? So much. It just feels like a tornado sometimes. And, um, you know, like I said, with professional life being just so insane right now, literally on call, working almost 80 hours a week. and um, You know not going to lie. Without, I, I hate doing this because I don't want you to think I'm, I'm trying to get anybody to feel sorry for me because I'm not. We all, have, we all have periods in our life where we hit some road bumps, right? Well, I'm in one right now. I'll be fine. And that's the point. We're all going to make it through. You just have to be kind to other people. My anger happens, and I've, I've experienced that this week. I'm so sorry. It's just... Mm, sometimes you just get punched in the heart, and it hurts. But... It is what it is. <laughs> Sometimes it happens to all of us. And then you wake up and you move on. And that's what I hope you're doing right now. With all of this stuff going on, swirling around us, 
you just you know focus on good things that's what i'm trying to do hopefully you're doing that as well and we'll get through all of this man one day at a time that's how you do it one day at a time It means a tremendous amount to me that people listen to this show, that hopefully it brings a little smile to your face when I do enough stuff to do that, um, and that uh, it breaks your day up. And uh, thank you so much for letting me be a part of your life. I love you all. Let's uh, let's see racing get a win. Let's see uh, Louisville City get back on a winning track. I think that'd be awesome. I love you. You have a wonderful rest of the week. We'll see you this weekend.